Hey, hey, good evening, my good people. Uh, we have a good episode tonight in Let's Talk. Uh, this episode will focus on a topic that is very, it seems like a blatant statement, but it's very vast. It's called Moving Forward Requires Closure. And basically, in order to move forward, you may have to close some issues that may be from your past, your far past, or your present future. Uh, tonight, we have the distinguished co-hosts, Keisha and Shakita. They're here. They've arrived. They're in the building. Uh, we, we're, we're on Facebook in the Let's Talk group. We're also in the Assisting People One Person at a Time group. I had put it in the group yesterday, and I, that was actually an accident. So I decided to put it in the group again today as well, as well as we're on YouTube and Periscope. Uh, if you're on YouTube, remember to like and subscribe. This is the way that you'll get alerts for any content that we may put on the page. Uh, Rel, just make sure that you like this this live, Rel. That's what you do, because I see you in the comments early. Go ahead, Shakita. You want to take it away? I guess so. Um, so after the conversation we had yesterday, um, about are there any good men or are there any good women that are out there? Um, I started thinking about um, closure and how sometimes people find it difficult to find, um, you know, said relationship. And a lot of times it's because they don't have the closure that they believe they were they need or they think they require, or just kind of being held back from finding that good man or woman because of, you know, them believing that they need closure. Um, so I just thought that it would be good to have a great conversation around closure um, as far as what do you think, what do you, do you require closure? Do you need it? Um, what do you believe closure is? What do you think closure consists of? Um, is closure helpful? Uh, does it help you move on from your relationship or does it uh, hinder you? Um, you know, I just think that that um, part of the ending of relationships or beginning of relationships, I think it, it stops it from happening because you could be, again, holding on to past relationships or past hurt. It could be hurt from parents. It could be all kinds of things. Some people are hesitant to make friends because of, you know, damaged relationships that they've had with friendships. Um, and it makes it hard to move on. Even after you've been single or believed to be or feel healthy mentally uh, and socially, and once you get to a place where you are pursuing a new relationship, you can't, you can't. It stops you because then you realize that, you have all of these uh, unsaid feelings and um, it makes it difficult to move on in a relationship. Um, before we get to Keisha, I just wanted to mention, because I forgot to mention, that we also have a call-in number for call-in show as well as text. Now, if you decide to call in, uh, everybody may not be able to hear you. I will hear you clearly if you call in. I'll try to take any questions or statements as possible. Uh, let's try to be respectful. The area code is 570-795-4283. And uh, Keisha, what do you have to say about closure? Um, so I, for me, was a person previously that required closure. The older I get, not so much. I, you know, 
But I do think that for some people, it's something that's needed to move on, whether it's closure from your parents or whether it's closure from a relationship or someone in your family or a friendship. Because, you know, friendships are relationships too. Um, so it's not something that I necessarily require, but it is something that I've had, had to give out um, in my life where the other party requires closure. Um, for me, I kind of deal with it and move on, but other people do need that conversation um, to, to, to get them the ability to move on, which could be a good thing because it could be blocking them for, you know, the new good things that's coming into their life. Well, I, I believe that closure is important as well. And I'm glad that, um, that you guys decided to want to talk about this because there is, I, I personally believe in my personal life that um, in order to move forward with certain aspects of my life, I did need to have closure, whether it was issues with one of my parents, um, because that affected, first of all, let me just explain. Let me be a little bit more detailed. Um, I, had, I had issues with my mom at the time. And uh, that was probably my issues with, and it affected issues probably in relationships. So in order for me to have, I believe to have healthy relationships, not just with my personal relationships, but even my, you know, my relationships with other females, I had to get through issues that I had with my mom as well. So that was able for me to move forward. I don't know if I'm there yet, but I know I'm a work in progress uh, because uh, I had to, 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 as we call it, the efforts, very quick, no patience, and just like, you know, whatever, whatever, thrown in the towel, and you and you have um, certain uh, standards or what is a, uh, you have a quick fuse, so to say. Sometimes we are very quick fused based upon our past situations. So without, I believe without proper closure, sometimes the person not, might not be able to move fast. Some, some people just keep going and just don't even want closure. They just be like, whatever. The hell with it, and they keep blaming the blame game. So that's my uh, little short topic uh, spill on the topic. What do you think, Keita? Well, I, I find that like you'll be having a conversation with somebody, or you could be, and that could be in the beginning of like a dating stage, and you could be dating somebody and spending time with them and really trying to get to know them. And you don't realize how difficult it is to try to get to know someone who is holding back. And I'm and they could be holding back for all kinds of reasons, right? But we're 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 talking about closure. So for anybody who wants to question it, we're talking about closure. So if you're in the process of getting to know someone, spending time with them and trying to get to know them, and they're um they're not opening up to you and, or they're not allowing themselves to be transparent. A lot of that, a lot of that is from hurt and from pain and from different, you know, the way that the relationship had gone or went. So here they are pretending as if they're healthy and they're fine and they're capable of getting to know you and spend time with you, but they won't have any discussions about, you know, their relationships or past. So there's certain things that they won't do with you because of certain things that have happened with them or happened to them. And they don't realize that a lot of that comes from not or comes from them feeling like they didn't have the closure they needed to move on from the relationship. 
you know, some people are just so, are just entirely too tough for me, right? They don't, they're, they're angry, they're mean and they're nasty and they don't need any closure and they could care less about how anybody else feels and, you know, they move on. There's a difference between being that way and then also saying to yourself, I need to process this on my own because that's how I feel. I used to need closure. I used to be so upset. Like how, like talk to me. I let me explain it to me. I need to understand what's happening. I need to understand what's going on. I don't understand why this is happening this way. I don't understand why you did that. And again, I'm a different type of communicator. So if I did something to somebody that if I did something to you and it was deliberate, I have absolutely no problem telling you. So if I, whatever, I don't care if I cheated on you. I don't care if I, I, whatever it is, if we're in a relationship and I did something deliberate, I can explain to you why I did it. And you'll sometimes as, you know, myself, I I can get a little emotional. So what I'll need from you is to literally explain everything to me. And this person can't do that. And they don't want to, or they don't want to face the conversation or they don't want, they don't like the, the, the confrontation. So they don't want to talk and they don't they don't want to do it. I learned that no matter what I expect from this other person or what I need this person to say to me, closure is something that I have to do for myself. I need to understand. I have to process what whatever's happening on my own. So if this is a breakup, I need to process that breakup by myself. We're broken up. How do I need how do I need to reach out to somebody and constantly be in contact and constantly call you? and constantly need you to explain to me where everything went wrong when I'm no longer connected to this person or this person doesn't want to be connected to me anymore. You have to let it go and you have to allow yourself to process how you feel. You know, just go through the emotions. If you wake up and have something else you want to say, write that shit down on paper. Stop reaching out, stop calling, develop your own closure. Just like with parents, just like like right now, I know I know I have people that I know who have lost their parents during this time. And there was no closure when you're when somebody that you love just is one day here, the next day gone. How do you process that type of closure? That's the kind of closure I feel like everybody needs. And I believe that that kind of closure is healthy. And you might not you can't get it from somebody who's not here, but you can also go to therapy. You know, this grief counseling that you can go to to help you and help provide the closure that you need or help understand those feelings that you have. Right. Even in bad relationships or marriages, people divorce all the time and you can't seem to flourish in your next relationship. You've been in a relationship a year, year and a half, and it's not flourishing. It's not doing all of the things that it would have done before you've been so hurt. You probably need to figure out how to go to counseling. You probably need to go to counseling so you can figure out how you feel so that you can live an abundant life. You, and then people think, well, I'm fine. I'm over that. I'm with this person. Now. I'm happy. But you know it's not flourishing. You know it's not going where you want it to go. Or people who can't maintain healthy relationships or behave as if they can't find the love of their life and they keep meeting wrong people. A lot of that, it comes from not being able to let go of old past feelings or old past hangups. If you can't let them go and you can't process it on your own, therapy could probably Therapy could possibly be an option. You can't ask where all the good men and the good women are and act like you don't see them. They're everywhere, right? But I mean, but everybody isn't what you consider a good man or a good woman either. So I'm not 
saying that you know everybody's a good man or a good woman. It all depends on your standard. But find what you need when you need it so that you can move on and live an abundant life. Keisha, what you I, think? I always wonder, like listening to Shakita, like at this point in my life, I don't really require closure. Right. Um, even listening to you, Quentin, I got an older brother and an older sister. Uh, they probably need closure from my parents where I don't because they instilled in me to say whatever you need to say. So mm. a lot of times I say what I need to say. But when I was a younger woman, uh, when it came to relationships, you know, you would want closure. Like, why is this going this way? You would have that conversation. I have developed um, discernment or a way like you kind of know when things are not working. I'm always open to discussion. I'm a, what I'm always saying, agree to disagree. So um, I kind of feel like you you kind of know you're getting the closure as you go through the process. Um, and that could be uh, a, something that's wrong for my part. Like I know my son's father, he, he said to me not too long ago, like, I want to talk to you. I want to tell you, you know, he wants to go over where things went wrong, where I'm like, for what? I, I've moved past that. If I'm having this conversation, I'm only having it for you. This is not right. a conversation they, that I need. Right. And then they make you feel guilty. Like, okay. well, you're not Definitely. letting me blame myself. You're not letting right. me tell you how sorry I am. It's right. like. It's all it's like I've already processed it. I've already right. gone to that place. This is for you. And 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 it's not fair for you to put that on me. Cause that's how I've had to tell people. Like if we've broken up and we no longer just say we broke up and it was bad and it's over. I'm chilling, minding my business, sleeping well at night, maybe go already going on a few days, living my best life. I've talked my girlfriends to death about it. It's over. Six, three to six months later, here you come. Oh, I just wanted to talk to you and I just needed to tell you. Let me get a little bit more specific because I think that helps because I don't want people to, I, you know, I'm, I'm very transparent. I love a good story, right? So let me tell y'all a real true story. So this guy was dating for like four years. Um, We were seeing each other for like four years and it wasn't the best relationship, but it definitely wasn't the worst. It wasn't like we... We're fighting and arguing and all that other stuff. It wasn't like that. We just kind of wasn't compatible. I don't know. It was just something to be doing, I guess, at the time. I, I don't know. I can't even really describe it at this point. Back then, I probably could. So his aunt had a birthday party. And I knew her before I knew him. So I go to the birthday party. I was a little uncomfortable. And we had been broken up for like a year. Hadn't spoken or anything. So... The aunt reaches out to me and says, you know, I know you have not RSVP to my party, but I really want you to come. And I was like, okay. And she was like, you know, I just want to let you know that it's um, all women will be there. He's not going to be there. And um, his new girlfriend isn't going to be there either. And she was like, "For no, you know, she was like, I didn't, it's, I don't know her that well to invite her to my like say 50th birthday party. So She's, you know, she's not. I said, okay, fine, I'll go. Going to the party, get to the party, having a great time. And it is all women and we're having a blast. 
halfway through the party, who walks in and shows up? Him and the girlfriend. And, you know, I didn't say anything, minding my business. So my mother keeps calling me, keeps calling me. She's asking me different things. I don't remember what was going on. Something's going on with my family. So I was like, let me just go home. It's late anyway. And I can have the time to talk to my mother and we can sort out what was going on. So I'm on my way walking to the car and I hear, you know, footprint feet behind me. And I turn around and I look and it's him. Now, the whole time I was at a party, he ignored me. He didn't pay me any attention. And that was fine. I was completely somewhere else. So he follows me to my car. And he, I turned around and I looked at him. And he was like, you know, I just want to make sure you were safe. I was finally in your car. And I was like, I, you know, what's going on? Like, what's up? So he tells me that he wants to talk. He has all of these things that he wants to say. Now, he's in a whole new relationship, but he, at this point, felt like he needed some kind of closure. And I looked him in his face and I said, how unfair is it for you to now want to dump your shit on me after we have not been together in a year and you're happily in a completely different relationship with somebody else? It's not fair. You have to figure out whatever it is that you're thinking, whatever you're going through, you need to do that on your own because I can't help you. But that turned into, that was in October. That turned into three months of this person reaching out, calling, begging, and asking me to please talk to them. Eventually, I had to just stop responding so that it had to block them so he could just stop reaching out. You, Everybody's... You can't make everybody shit your shit. If you don't need closure and you don't, and, and I'm, I wasn't trying to be mean, but that ship had, that, that time frame of the closure had ended. So it's unfair. Everybody has to kind of, and if I don't want to, if I don't want your closure, if I don't need it like you do, it's not fair for you to dump it on me. So you also have to think of that way too. Like, and I know it can feel like mental abuse. Cause I used to like, if somebody wanted to call me and talk, I would feel bad. Respond to it, all right, you know, I just want to apologize for what I did. I would be like, all right, cool, that's fine. You can apologize. But it's it's almost like, you know, I don't need anybody's apology. I don't want your apology. I don't want to hear it. And I feel bad, but I'm just no longer at that place anymore where I'm going to allow somebody to dump their shit on me. Because I've learned how to manage without closure. So I get it. I know. I, 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 know, know. I know somebody that, that, um, that I know very well. They're going. They're they're going through issues with closure, right? Mm -hmm. But it's more like the closure done turned to guilt because mm -hmm. the person, the person that they wreaked havoc with for most of their life passed away. Mm -hmm. So then they, you know, they boohoo. They even, they even, they, they even give you the crocodile tales when they talk about that person. Mm -hmm. But really, but really, it's guilt because they wreaked havoc in that person's life for so long. Mm -hmm. And they don't even realize that other people know what they did. So when they speak mm -hmm. about the person, they try to speak about them in glowing terms like they was close mm -hmm. when that individual died. And that really wasn't the case. And me, myself, when I'm when I see that person, I'm around that person. I kind of laugh to myself. Because I'm like, you don't even understand the extent of the harm that you caused when you was wreaking your havoc. And everybody else know, everybody know that you caused this person a lot of grief before they died. Mm -hmm. And I and you see that a lot. And, and some people say that when people die, 
the ones who can't handle it well or maybe going crazy be the ones that be guilty. I know in this particular case I'm talking about, mm -hmm. this particular individual has should have a lot of guilt because they did a lot of havoc. And I, like I explained earlier, I was in my personal situation where sometimes you do feel bad about something you've done to somebody in the past. So you real apologetic, but you mm -hmm. can't, even though you might see closure, you can't let that stuff hold you hostage. Right. Because it because you'll be feeling bad and, and like the person that you did something bad to could have forgave you and be like, I ain't thinking about that. We done grew and I done moved on, you moved on, but you still feel some type of remorse. And maybe that's a good thing that you feel remorse, but you can't let that stuff hold you hostage. Mm -hmm. I, I mean yeah. counseling is important, writing it down is important. Um for me, I for my friendships and my family relationships, those are the more that if I, I don't hold it in and if it's something that I need to say that I say it. If that, I don't think it gets to the point of closure, but it gets to well, we need to have a conversation because you said this or you did this and it bothered me. You know, outside of that, you know, I don't think um, romantic relationships, for where I'm at right now in my life, that's not something that I really require closure. But I'm, I am stuck in a place like Shakita says, where, you know, this ex-boyfriend will call. He, you know, he wants to apologize. I, you know, I, I have heard them out, you know, for whatever reason. I think for some women, at some point, um, you feel good to hear them out, even if you're over it. Like, see? You know, they talk about how miserable you are, which could be a ploy to get back in your draws. But still, I think for some women, it makes them feel good. Right, um, yeah. But, you know, like once I'm done, I'm done. Unless just, you don't want to raise your numbers up, I don't know. And just just a program, <laughs> just a programming note um, for those that's watching and for us uh, next on uh, May 8th, I'm going to have a clinician. I'm interviewing a clinician that I know very well. He's a close friend of mine, and he's in uh, the therapy realm. He's not a psychologist. He is a, a licensed alcohol drug counselor. Mm. And, uh, he's coming on next week to give an insight on what he does, his history. He grew up in the hood, as we say. Um, been, been in, he'll, he'll be able to explain his uh He'll spill, but he's coming on and he's going to share what he does. And he's doing a lot of one-on-one -on -one counseling now, um, because of the, because of the because of the COVID. So uh, maybe that'll help some of us get through with some of the things that we may be dealing with. Like Shakita, like said, like right now, what you know, I lost two people, two people in my family in the last three weeks. A bunch of other people that I've known in my life, like aunts and uncles, and like. What would happen if I didn't have a good relationship with them or they didn't or I left a stone unturned? Like, how would I feel not having that closure? I mean, of course, you want to say your your last goodbyes or whatever. But some of us, we live a life of, of wreaking a lot of havoc, mm. you know, borrowing <laughs> money, borrowing money from family members, saying we're going to pay it back and not pay it back. And then something happened and then like that guilt. so. For me, like like I said earlier, Chiquita, this is a very a good topic that 
I believe we all should look at because we do need to have some type of closure so we can heal and be healthy because obviously we wouldn't be able to have shows like this if our village was intact. Our village right. is broken. Right. And I understand that, you know, the village isn't everybody's responsibility. Um, I understand that everybody is not an extension of their village. I understand that they don't really believe in that any longer or they believe that that doesn't exist. Right. So, you know, my village is not the my six neighbors, but I have a girlfriend that lives a few miles down. My my sister lives in town. My, like literally I can pretty much go anywhere I need to go in New Jersey and a few other states and and out of the country because I know I have people that would support me and take care of me and look out for me. You know, that's important. So, you know, we need it. We need to be strong. We need to have a good, strong foundation. Um and like Keisha said, I never need, I, I now don't need closure, but then I also, because sometimes I don't need closure, it makes me a little mean, um, you know, be honest, if we be honest, it makes me a little mean when, when um, I'm walking away from something, right? So if, if, if the relationship isn't going the way that I deem necessary for my better health, socially, mentally, and physically, you know, I feel like there's no need to continue. And I'm very honest about that. Like, I'm not I'm not the kind of person where I'm going to ghost you or I'm going to ignore you when, um, you know, something isn't working. I will literally just say, you know, this isn't working. You know, I don't think I you know, just don't think this is a good idea. And, you know, whatever, ha whatever happens from this point, you know, it's really um, I never say, oh, let's be friends because everybody can't handle being friends. So I always say, you know, we, we can. Um, we can still stay in contact and we can go from there because after I tell you that you might not want to talk to me. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you that being my friend is the adult thing to do and shame you into this relationship that you can't handle the so-called friendship you can't handle. So I'm absolutely not going to say that, but we can definitely stay in contact and, you know, see what's going to happen. So I, <laughs> I remember getting into an argument with um, a significant other and just feeling like, all right, well, fine, we don't have to do this shit. <laughs> it just be one to be out. <laughs> and <laughs> at some point he was like, so you just wasn't gonna call me? And I was like, mm -mm, nope, wasn't. But that's me sometimes getting in my own way because I would have missed this per particular person. You know what I mean? And 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 having to handle closure a lot on your own and having to process your own feelings because nobody is your counselor. If you're breaking up with somebody, they want their way, you want their way. So having to process a lot of feelings on your own does cause you to put up a shield when it comes to separating yourself from somebody. But I absolutely would have missed this person. And I'm glad that they called just to have a, a conversation, just a basic conversation with me. You know what I mean? So it does put me in a place where, you know, I could be a little cutthroat, you know? Well, you know, well, I, well, I always say when people break up, one person gonna play victim. Both of us can't be the victim. So somebody I, got somebody gotta be the victim and somebody gotta be the one that did the victimize and both can't be both <laughs> can't be victim. What you what you think, Keisha? Um, I don't know, like romantic relationships, not that I'm so hard or I don't care. Um, I don't think I fight for them as hard as what I would do with my friendships. 
or <laughs> or my family relationships. It sounds weird, but you know, um, my village is important. Like um, I t- told Quentin the other day, me and my brother, we was having it out. Um, we was in his office. We was arguing. Um, we got we yelling at each other. We got it out. We went to the lodge. We went and had a drink. We rolled in the car together. That was important <laughs> to me to clear to clear it off my chest for him to clear off what his chest, and then we're moving on. Um, you know, romantic relationships. I don't think that I'm serious enough with anybody outside of my friend that I I, I don't care enough. If you know, I, do. I, I don't care. I, I don't care enough. I mean, I care about friendships. So if you are, if you're in a friendship with me, if you're in a romantic relationship, the friendship is what's important because that's what's always going to be there. Like I'm friends with majority of my exes. Like, don't call me, but if I see you somewhere, I'm gonna give you a hug. Like, um, yeah. So I don't. I mean, I just don't know. Now my my friend, um. He ain't going nowhere. So, I mean, I say what I feel. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's no need for no closure because when you getting on my nerves, I say you getting on my goddamn nerves. I say what I, I feel. Um, you know, 20 years ago, I might not have said what I felt so much. And I might have been like, well, why? And I need closure, you know. But, what, but, but I think of, counseling is good. I really do. That helps the, you get a lot of closure. One of the uh, things, and anybody that's watching... uh. Facebook, YouTube, or Periscope, um, feel free to ask any question or statement that you want in the chat, as well as you could text the number on the screen, 570-795-4283, or call. I'll be able to hear you, but uh, Shakita and Keisha might not be able to hear you. But see, one one of the issues, Keisha, is that even with the closure, maybe because you got a short fuse and you'll be ready to tell somebody, you know what, let's fight, whether it's guy or girl, so... Maybe it's you knowing yourself a little bit yeah. more now. Yeah, that could be it. I mean, but I was always like that. I I, I knew that about myself then. Um, you know, you have to understand, like, I'm, I'm raised in a two-parent household, and, you know, they've been together since my mother was a teenager. And my mother ignored a lot of stuff. She'll tell you right now today, I don't even hear him. So I'm kind of raised up. I, I do the same things. So a lot of times I don't even hear the stuff or I look past the stuff. Um, well, that's what I used to do when I was younger. So I think that's why I needed closure because I never told somebody how I was feeling. Because from what I'm taught is he's crazy. I don't even hear him. You hear him? Like she literally does this today. So, <laughs> but as an adult now, it's like, okay, pump your brakes. You said this to me and it made me feel this way. So, you know, the process of the communication is happening faster for me now. Do you, do you, do you guys think that because somebody has not had the proper closure, they subject their anger and their hurt off on everybody? Absolutely. Absolutely. Nothing worse than like you know trying a bitter to... person. Absolutely, and then anytime you have any discussions about anything, it's always 
the most negative, it's almost the most negative way. And I can see if we're having, a, I can see if we're having a conversation and we're discussing the net, the negative aspects of a relationship. But if you have the opportunity to speak for yourself and, and be positive, why wouldn't you take that opportunity? Why everything you have to say has to be from a negative perspective. Like I could sit here right now and go on and on and on about how, you know, women are stupid and they require, they need, they need so much attention. And that's why they be out there busting people windows open and uh, stalking people. Who the fuck? I don't know nobody like that. I, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I'm not from that space. I don't know nobody like that. I've never seen, I've never experienced it. Like I know people who have gone through some shit and had to roll up on niggas to see it for themselves, and, and had the opportunity to tear shit up and be like, all right, walk away, block Joker. And that'd be the end of it. You understand what I'm saying? So if I can have that, if I can tell you that, and show you, granted, you had to go home and process this shit and talk about it and get over it on your own because you never got the closure you needed from the, from the, from the other person. But why would I be having these conversations about shit I've seen on the news when I can literally tell you about people who have gone through real shit and literally just tur- had to, had to go, had to eat it. You could easily slash tires, bust out fucking windows, ring the fucking doorbell. Hey, everybody come outside, fight, jump on jokers. But for what? Is that is that closure or is that control right there? That's 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 well if you see, but if you know that your your man is in the house with somebody else, what that's and you and you want to know what's going on, you want to ask questions, you want to see what's happening. You have a choice. You can either try to get that closure by ringing that doorbell, or you can just say to yourself, you know what? I see with my own eyes, I don't need any more proof. Let me go home. Back in the day, they used to call people that did stuff like that, people that commit acts of crime of passion. <laughs> right. So I, I'm, I, I ain't even going to say nothing. I'm because y'all already know how me and Maz was rolling. We was bringing ding ding. <laughs> but that was in my youth. I, don't, I ain't got no time for that. Because to me, I kind of feel like you know. People know when they stuff not right, you know. I, you know, it's I don't know. And at, at this stage in my life, I I don't see many people getting stuff over on people. People are accepting stuff, and I think that not the sidebar. That's why sometimes certain women, if you're clear, I want this, I want this, I want this. I'm not deviating. People get upset because it is women, grown ass women. They just accepted anything. Right. But then those very same women who ask you to be honest or men, even men, they ask you to be honest and they say, look, just put it all on the table. You know, if you want to go and do X, Y, and Z, that's fine. Go on, go and do that. And then Mm -hmm. you have people who will still go behind your back and do some dirty shit. And it's, and that's where you, that's where you're at that place where you're like, do I need closure? Do I have to have this conversation? And typically you do. Typically, you do have to have the kind of kind of have the conversation. I asked you to be honest with me and tell me. Mm-hmm. I asked you to tell me if you wanted to go and be with somebody else to tell me. They really, mm-hmm. honestly, and truthfully, don't believe that they can tell you that. You know what I mean? Like they they just they just don't think that they can tell you that. See, I, I 
get it, but I, I that's like the baby boy syndrome. Ain't nobody looking for no baby boy. Um, you should be able to say what you mean and mean what you say. And I feel like that if if you're so bitter or you're so damaged from your last relationship, then you should work on yourself before you even entertain getting into another relationship. Now that's just me. Keisha, I don't think that that, that individual realizes that they're damaged. Right. I really think that when they get to that point, they're like, it's everybody else. They still getting what they want. Definitely if it's a physical thing, they still getting what they want. Oh, it's not, oh, uh, it's not me. She be tripping. Or this chick be tripping. She mad because of this. The next relationship mad because of that. So the person can walk around until they're grown or old and realize that they never been accountable for nothing and they've been deflecting their lack of closure with some childhood issues off on every relationship that they've had. But Quentin, that's just like that video I posted about uh-huh. a week ago with the black men. I think they might've been, they might've been African. I don't know, but they were both two or three beautiful men in the video. Right. And the man said, <clears throat> he hasn't, he takes issue with men who, come into a woman's life, get her to put her guard down, takes whatever he wants, and then he leaves. Leave and not not just, we're not compatible, I wanna date somebody else. That's not what he meant. He meant leave and leave the woman with, um, just to be broad, no closure. She's hurt, she's in pain, she's dealing with different things. And then a new man comes along and he wants to heal her and fix her and he wants to love her and get to know her. But because of what she's been through in her past relationship, she refuses and she treats him like shit. And then he turns around and then he goes and he finds a woman and he says, well, you know what? I tried to love somebody. I tried to try to show somebody that all men are not the same. I'm a good guy. And she wouldn't, she wouldn't, she wouldn't do it. She hurt me. So now I'm not, I'm not doing this for anyone, for any woman. I'm just going to go and hurt them. And then the cycle goes back to the very beginning when you walk into a woman's life and you don't trust them. You don't trust them. You don't, you don't think that they're going to do you well. They, you worried about them taking your money. You worried about them just using you for sex. You worried about them using you as a babysitter or just some joker to help you get over your last relationship. And you don't approach relationships with a fresh heart and a fresh mind. So well, it's the same thing. And no, and but again, everybody like if you don't get closure, how do you walk? How do you take it out on everybody else? And it's because they just don't see that they need it. They well, think that they're fine. The video, the video for those that's watching or in the assisting um, group. The video that Shakita is talking about, she posted a video in the Let's Talk group, as well as Keisha gave a plug to Bitter Men and Bitter Women. We did a show about a month and a half ago on Bitter Men and Bitter Women, so that's also a plug. Shakita, I I, I really act, I really like that video that you put up mm-hmm. that day. And one of the things that I, I noticed is that most men won't admit this, and it's really like two aspects, a two type of thinking that men get when they see stuff like that, they'll look at that video and say, okay, the brother's right. 
I can identify with him. He mm -hmm. right. And then it's another type of dude that'll be like, this cat simping for the women. Or he caping for women. He trying to brown those to sound like, you know, the dude Darren Jackson, so to say. I'm just Derek Jackson, so to say. I don't, I'm not saying I follow the boy on Instagram myself. So I'm not gonna say he don't got no good information. But sometimes the way he comes off, people's perception sometimes is man, this joke is simping, man. He he went around here saying all this good stuff. He knows it's not really like that when you're dealing in relationships. Because a lot of times what men do is, and you always say it to, to me when we, when we be conversating, is a lot of men don't confront or even try to empower other men. They'll let them say, say and do all types of crazy stuff to women and just be like, okay, you good, bro. Like, you know this guy and you friends with him and you let him disrespect women. Right. So it's like a co-signing type of thing. So it's it's really a dynamic of um I had a conversation with a good friend of mine, it's a friend of the show. And he's he explained to me, he said, um what one of the things that we have to understand as individuals that men and women we communicate with each other different as well as we communicate with ourselves different. And a lot of times what we try to do is try to fix the way we communicate. Like you, you and Keisha have a different relationship than me and you or me and Keisha. I shouldn't be trying to get y'all to communicate the way I communicate with both of y'all as individuals. And right. I think that's that's one of the biggest issues with people with when it comes to having closure and dealing with things they've done in the past is that they want to like Keisha said, they want you to forgive them, but sometimes the forgiveness be coming with other stuff. Oh, yeah, you sorry. But you ain't really saying you sorry because you sorry. You saying you sorry because you want some pie. Right. Right. Or you want a second chance. It's like I don't even want to answer the phone because then you're going to start asking me about being back with me and I don't want to be with you. And a lot of men go through that too. Like they they handle I, I, I see it differently. They'll do something messed up. The girl gets mad, she wants to break up. But then she also wants to talk and have conversation and understand why he did this. He, on the other hand, he's like, well, shit, I'm finally free. I, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to be bothered. I'm free. And the first thing she want to know is, well, why can't we be together? He he just cheated on you. He doesn't want to be right. with you. He just did you, he just did you dirty. Why are you all how are you crying? In, in the same conversation where you're looking for closure and you still want trying to figure out why does somebody want to be with you? I just don't understand it. And it makes it difficult to get rid of people too. Like I've had to tell somebody like, I'm not, you're not going to hold me hostage in a relationship if I no longer want to be with you. You're not going to make, you're not going to keep asking me to be together and telling me that we can't break up. Yes, we can. And I'm going to break up with you and it's over. That's it. You're not going to hold me hostage. I don't want to be with you no more. That's it. Well, I think when when it came to the picture that Shakita posted, I kind of I agree, Quentin. But I think it's like two ways of thinking. It's like one way of thinking, like yeah, I know Joker's like this. He right. But it's another way of thinking, as if it was an attack or a judgment against how people may live their life. 
Um, Because to me, when I listened to it, it didn't have anything to do with like a preference or this or that. It had to do with people not being honest. If Mm -hmm. like my nephews, you know, I got one, he's a little playboy. He's honest. But at, but we know women, some women don't believe when people is honest with them, when men are honest with them, because they keep, they still coming around. So if you right. still coming around and you still taking me out, even though if he's saying, I don't want a relationship, I don't like you that way, some women look past that. Mm-hmm. So that's a different type of situation. And then those women require closure too. Because mm. these are the women that get pregnant, but I don't want to be in a relationship with you. How how you get a pregnant? Right. So, um, so people just have to be very cognizant of the of and aware of the things that they're saying and what they're doing to people, so you won't leave carnage and wreckage behind you. Exactly. So I don't know if that comes with maturity. Or, you know, it's how you was read. I, I mean, I don't know. You, um, I mean, because I know men. I'm from with a with bunch of men. That's how I know that that meme is true. I got brothers and cousins. I mean, I've watched it. They come back and tell you, you know, so. But then, Akeisha, these, but some men who don't get that are the very same men who don't have these conversations with their women in their lives. Because they don't, they don't either, they don't have any or they don't care. Like, I've never come across a man who was significant in my life and had never had a real conversation with me, never, quote unquote, schooled me or gave me the game. You understand what I'm saying? So when I hear men have other when I hear men have conversations like that. When I know men who are so intelligent, whether it's because of, you know, because they've been to school, because they've been in the street, because they. Uh, of religion or whatever the case may be. When I know men that are so intelligent and I hear other men have conversations like that video where he was able to articulate himself and really say, look, I'm talking to the men here. You know, I'm talking about the damage that you do and how you go from woman to woman and you leave these households without fathers. Because literally it, it said all of that in the video. You leave these households without fathers. You leave these households, you leave these women that are broken you know, all, all of these things that you you leave behind when another man hears that and doesn't say, yeah, that's that's true. Even if that's not your life, you know, it's a life for somebody. If you are a man and you hear another man say that and you don't agree, you don't have to agree because it might not be you personally, but you can relate to what he's saying. It makes me uncomfortable because what man would listen to a man speaking to to the men who that is directed to? And have it have and take issue with that and call that man um, a simp or a wimp or a coward, like or or whatever it case. How could you? How did you? How did you say that? Like you know, like you, and then you you the same joker that's mad that you don't have women you can date or women don't want to date you because they quote unquote so angry. They're angry for a reason. So if a man is saying we have to stop treating women like this and we have to stop leaving houses fatherless. And you're saying this is probably the reason why you don't have a woman, then how is he a sin? Doesn't make any sense. Don't you have a mother? Don't you have don't you have a mother? You want somebody to treat your mother like that? If you had a daughter, you want somebody to treat your daughter like that? I think they're also not taking into consideration that the next man that that woman gets with 
she leaves wreckage on him. So you could be that man. So like, it's just like a vicious cycle of, and that's not to say, I don't want to say that as if women are perfect. I think that is another challenge. Like, it's trifling women. We know trash ass women. Um, and they need to get themselves <laughs> together too. You know what I mean? Um, mm. So, it, it, but it's requiring other people that's trying to be into stuff to require all this closure and all this therapy and all these different things. Exactly. Because people are not being honest. Be better people. Like, you know, you could, you could literally just be a better person. And perfect example. <clears throat> I had a friend who, in hindsight, I realized she was not a good friend, but I didn't realize it at first. Right. And we were friends for a long time because I'm the kind of person that doesn't require a lot of um, attention and like one on one. So, Keisha, you know, when I show up around y'all, I'm by myself. I don't come with an entourage. I don't come with an entourage with any of my friends. It's usually just me. I'm usually everybody's one single friend. So even if they got other friends, I'm I come alone. Right. They hang out with me by myself. So. <clears throat> Um, I don't, you don't notice how people behave, but when I look back at all of her other friendships that she's had with other people, it all freaking makes sense now, right? Like everybody is like, you know, they try to make plans with her and hang out with her. She cancels. She don't show up. She'll, she, you'll call her tonight up. She don't respond. She don't answer. You call her. She don't call you back. You text her. She don't text you back. She doesn't, the, your life events that go on in your life, she disappears. She don't know what's going on, but she's all on social media responding and posting on people's posts, acting and behaving as if she's your friend. But she don't, you know, she misses out on everything and she disappears all the fucking time and can't maintain to have any relationship. And then literally wonders why she has no, she literally has no girlfriends, not a single one. And God forbid she gets a boyfriend, she has no female friends, not a single friend. It'd just be her and him. And sometimes, and then you think to you, and then she and then she gets, and I remember hearing her stories about how, like, oh, such and such isn't speaking to me. I don't know what I did. And I would be like, hmm, maybe you should like call her. You know, me not knowing no better. But now that I look back at it, some people just don't know how to be friends. They don't know how to be in relationships. They don't know what it means to be um, significant to another person. You know what I mean? They don't know how to, that village concept or that loving concept is simply just not there for them. And they, like you said, they wreak havoc on everybody that they come in contact with. And then they, it's, it's a, it's a toxic environment that comes along with them. And as a, as a regular normal person, you don't even realize that you're going through this and you're dealing with this and it's unfair. And then here you, and then here you go. Then now you need closure because somebody has mistreated you and done something to you, you know, and then, or they show up a few months later. Hey, how you doing? Like nothing has ever happened. And because you right. have to be the bigger person because, you know, society tells you, well, be a bigger person, turn the other cheek, you know, be godlike. So you just ignore all of that and act like it didn't happen. And you just like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, doing good. And you try to not like, you know, make a big deal about it, but you can't engage with people like that. And you can't be friends with them. And you cannot have relationships with them because if closure is something that you require and when somebody hurts you, 
then you need to be particular about who you let in your space. One of the one of the statements on Facebook I thought was funny was interact with two statements. One was uh by my buddy. He said, uh most people don't listen with the intent to understand, they listen with the intent to reply. And that is true. We see that every day in, in the group. I mean, a person won't even click on the daggone link before they reply to the picture. Right. And another statement by Stan the man. Where you go? <laughs> so, so that so that's why. What did Stan say? He said, "Word, he did, he's dated a couple of vampires." When y'all mm -hmm. was discussing about you know some uh, energy trashy driving. women. Mm -hmm. And that and that and that that's always a topic for another show, which would be great. Um, like Annette said, sometimes people get mad at you for not settling. Basically, mm -hmm. that's what she said. You and can't we even get away from them. We see that. We see that a lot. You know how many um, times somebody has said to me, I've had a man say to me out of pure anger because I, ref I didn't want to date him. I didn't want to go further with any more dates. I didn't want to go out with him anymore. That's why you by yourself. That's why you can't find no man. You know what I'm saying? Here I am trying to be good to you. And I was just like, I don't, I don't want whatever good you got. I just don't want it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, how am I? How do you how do you take all of that shit out on me? I don't like you like that. I don't want to date you. And I get you're a good person, but be good to somebody else. I just, I don't want you. How do you so to so to inter so to interact with our um our illustrious chat, Stan said that uh, Keisha was there for all the stories that he used to have to tell about dating these vampires. <laughs> I was. So you was so I you was. was you was his counselor, and that was good. He needed a woman's perspective and to vent to. And this is one of the things with closure that sometimes you need to talk to the opposite sex. To move forward, like um, I don't know if I discussed this before in one of the shows, but um, I have more female friends now than I ever had, and it's kind of you know interesting because I never had this many female friends. Well, I had them, but I didn't look at them as friends. I looked at them <laughs> as other things, and you know, I was trying to do other uh -huh. things. But you know, as they say, uh, you know, when I was a boy, I did childish things, but now I'm a man and you know, but anyway, so like he said, somebody said that's arrogance talking. What do you mean that's arrogance talking? I need somebody to clarify that statement. I didn't, I didn't understand it. Okay. I, I, oh, probably yeah, I when I when, when somebody was trying to make me date them, and I didn't <laughs> want. To. Oh, that's 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 Dan says. Dan said he got more than the law could allow. Talk about dealing with the, the energy vampires. Energy vampires is something we could really discuss in detail one day about how it could be. It could be your mate. It could be anybody that just come and suck the whole energy out your out the room. Yes, or just Social be. Media. Or just, I tell people all the time, like <clears throat> when people be like, "Oh, you should like when you meet somebody," and they be like, "Oh, um, they be begging to take you out. They be begging to spend time with you. You don't even have nothing in common. They literally just want to sit across from you and suck the fucking life out of you." <laughs> and you and it's too much. They want to. They literally. They want to. They pick your brain all night long. They don't. And they don't. And they don't engage in conversation. They have nothing to offer in the conversation. You ever. You ever be talking to somebody like that that ask just want you to just constantly 
give, 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 and be and be so well, inspired. And you'd be like, well, damn, what are your thoughts? Like, all they want to do is just suck the life out of you. They, they contribute nothing. Even to friendship, they contribute nothing to the friendship. You call them, they ask you how you doing. They want you to run down your whole life for the past week because you ain't spoke to them. You might say, what you been up to? Nothing. They have nothing. We, we definitely have to discuss this in another show because that Wow. Is 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 very very um is is serious and is and is it's interesting those that may not believe in energy. I believe that if we have a show on it and explain it in depth more, I believe that people will get an understanding of what we mean by energy vampires and people just literally coming in your space and sucking the life of the wind out the room. Right. Shalanda gave us a child a child. Uh, you know, my favorite meme with the lady with the ice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I, I don't even know. That energy draining is something is something else. Like, it just it just sucks the air out of you. You just can't even freaking breathe. And I just... I'm going to ask you a question. I don't, want, I don't want us to go too far, right? But did you ever... And it'd be somebody that, that's close to you. They ever call you and you be in a whole nother uh whole nother level and they call you and they just start dumping and you be like, yo, let me call you right back. <laughs> Cause you'll be like, I can't deal with their energy right now. Right. I'm on a whole different level. <laughs> I cannot deal with that. Yeah. I've heard people say that and experience that and go through that. I usually I don't. Um, you know, I had somebody, like I said yesterday, somebody called me, asked me for advice and they felt like their friend was dumping and just dumped everything on them and they get sick and tired of talking about it. I'm not one of those, um, friends that were friends, but I've had people who, um, I don't know. I ain't going to say, I don't know if they but watch look, it. But look, Stuff on me to to be connected to me because they knew that if there was no emotional connection, they wouldn't be able to talk to me. So they would have this fictitious drama, like you know, going through, this, going through that, and they know that I'm like, oh my god, talk to me, tell me. And then I, uh, and that, now that I know that I got their number, like, you know, Dago well when you was younger, one of one of your parents said to you. You woke up on the wrong side of the bed. That was that energy. That's that <laughs> energy right there. <laughs> because you're because you know we smart when we kids. You be like, how I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. My bed is against the wall. So you be yeah. called, you know, as you always say, you be sassy. I do. So, I do. I do. I get I get a little and you know, I do. I get it. But I know people who will deliberately have issues so that they can connect to you and it's you know, you know it's what? The same thing. I, I was gonna say Shakita somehow it has been lost that intelligence is sexy mm. so like when you were talking about going out and like they don't have anything to say nobody wants to go out with somebody that don't have anything to say mm -mm. Um, so I don't know where that has it has been lost in translation. And you also can't be a know-it-all. It's a lot mm. of people walking around here acting like they know know all and be all, ain't left off the porch. Like, so it's just, um, 
So for a person like you or me, like I'm going to go and I'm going to eat and I'm going to drink. You're going to have a high ass drink bill. But then <laughs> I'll probably friend you, you know, because I don't have a problem making somebody my friend or my cousin. So I, do I used to years ago. I used to like, I if I'm like it's nice. I'll go out now. I can't, I can't anymore. Oh, yeah, no. And I think it's because people like people get to know you through, you know, social media. They get to know you through other people. They pick up on conversations and stuff. And they're like, Oh, you know, um, I, I, I think you're interested. I like to go out. And then I find myself, and this doesn't happen often, but once in a while, I find myself sitting across from somebody who's just asking me questions, literally just picking my brain all night long and contributing nothing. And then when you ask me something, it's a one word answer. And I'm just like, and if I like, so, you know, you know, maybe we can go out again. And I'd be like, mm, no. well, y'all know I'm, I'm quiet. So I'm going to sit there and drink my damn Pinot Grigio. And be on my phone. Listen, you know. this what you this what you ask for. I mean, I just I, I'm I don't quiet, know but I speak when I'm spoken to. That's another thing. Like I'm not gonna bother if you. If I'm if you. I'm not gonna say nothing to you. Don't say nothing to me. Like I don't just randomly run around and, and right. try to hop into people's conversations. I don't do that. If you say so something we, to me, I'm gonna say something back to you. So we got a we got a conversation. Yeah, we you. definitely got a, a, a some content for another show. So we definitely gonna put our three minds together and come up with something Thursday or Friday uh, for the audience. Like I said, uh, anybody on Facebook and YouTube, make sure that you know you let us know what y'all would like to talk about or what y'all would like us to talk about. Give us the feedback, whether it's positive or negative. We're gonna look at it. Um, you know, for those on YouTube, make sure you hit that like button. Got just the only way that the page is gonna grow is by. Uh, by likes and subscriptions. That's one of the things that sets off the algorithms for uh, YouTube actually to promote the page. Somebody made an interesting statement at the end that said, some people want to date, want to date the perception of you. That's true. Ooh, some people do want to date. That's very true. And, and we, we did, we're Don't gonna, even know you. We're going we're gonna to definitely talk about that um, in the near future. And... Um, I'm going to ask the ladies to say their last word for on closure, and then we're going to wrap it up because it's getting kind of late for us, and we, uh, we're we older, so we need to be in bed at an early age. Be yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what, what's up with closure? How are we going to end the show? If you require it, get it. Even if it comes down to writing it down, um, recording it, you know. If, it, if it's going to be a toxic situation for you to get it from that person, then you're going to have to figure out how you could get the closure to move on. What you got, Keita? Um, I think people need to be okay with not receiving it. I think you need to, I think people have to re-examine what they think closure is and what they think they deserve versus what they um, may or may not get. You know, everybody to some degree deserves some sort of closure, but that doesn't mean that you're going to get it. And it doesn't mean that the say that even if you need closure, it doesn't mean it's going to be healthy. You know, it, like you said, it could it could turn out wrong. You could be requiring closure from a parent who has been absent or had abandoned you. And you keep reaching out to this person over and over again, and they're refusing to give you what you need. You might just have to walk away and let it go. You could be, have been, you know, coming out of a long-term relationship with somebody and you never got the closure you needed. And then 
a week after having this long-term relationship, they're in love with somebody else. And you can see them out and about. And you have all kinds of questions, all kinds of feelings. You don't know what's happening and you want to talk about it. Just you have to figure out a way to get it on your own because closure eventually is something you process on your own anyway. You know what I mean? The person that you're trying to break from or the person you're trying to relate to isn't your counselor. That's not the person that you emotionally are going to go through the closure with. So you have to find your closure on your own. One of the uh, the things that I uh, I love to say little she phrases. just made me think of a story. <laughs> Tell y'all after. I, I think a, I think a little phrases that will uh, keep me going. And I had a guy thirty years ago say something to me, and I always remembered. It was probably a little bit longer than thirty years, but I always remember what he said. And um, it's dealing with closure in a in a in a micro scheme, but he always said to me, "What have you done today to earn tomorrow?" Mm-mm-mm. So with that. I'll close the show and never be afraid to uh, approach yourself and ask yourself, what have you done today to earn tomorrow? Thanks everybody for joining the show. And we appreciate y'all feedback. We appreciate your engagement and remember to like subscribe to the YouTube channel, as well as the Facebook group. And we love the content as well. Thank you. Have a blessed night. Good night.